Welcome back to Just One Question. Spring has sprung and optimism is in the air and who better than to talk to at this moment than uh, Dr. Eric Corum. He is a high performance pioneer and he introduced, introduced, not just helped teach, but introduced sports science and athlete tracking technologies to collegiate and professional NFL football. So uh, we maybe we'll get him on Tom Brady a little bit later on. If that's not too painful for us Boston fans, we'll see. Maybe we need therapy first. He has worked with the National Football League, not surprisingly, Power 5 NCAA programs, gold medal Olympians, Nike, and the United States Department of Defense. Eric is an expert in sleep and stress resilience, something that we all have found tested in the last year. Um, and he is the founder and CEO of AIM7. So you can look that up on your computer. Welcome, Eric. Please tell us how you're doing. I'm doing great. I'm in Texas. And so I'm very thankful now uh, after we went through the snowmageddon to have water and have power. Um, but it was an interesting experience. Got to see my neighbors come together. And as usual, Texans rise to the occasion and took care of each other. So I'm doing great. Well, that's good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear it. My, uh, my daughter lives in Texas too. So mm. I, I was keeping tabs on how things were down there and I'm very glad you're, you're almost back to normal or pretty much back to normal. <clears throat> so, uh, so yeah, great. Thanks. Uh, and thanks for, for joining us. And, and, uh, I have just one question for you, Dr. Corum. So <laughs> as I said, optimism is in the air. Um, we're, we're starting to feel a little feisty in confinement here, looking forward to getting back to uh, meeting each other face to face again. Um, perhaps at some point, who knows exactly, lots of things have to fall in place, but we sense that it's coming. And, mm -hmm. and we know that we've also, we have been changed by this experience. It's been something that's affected all of humanity in a way which is uh, unique perhaps since, uh, at least since, uh, World War Two uh, and World War One, um, and uh, we are we are going to be different when we come back together. So my question mm -hmm. to you is, how will we be different? Yeah, I, I love this question because I think there's a couple of things that we can look at that's happening right now. I think there's going to be two different types of people that emerge from the situation: hmm. those that have created resilience and adaptability, hmm. and when Whenever we can say the pandemic is over and the floodgates are open and we can all congregate again, I think there's going to be a, a lot of celebrating and there's going to be people that are going to welcome that with open arms and they're going to do great. Hmm. I also think there's going to be some post-traumatic stress. Um, hmm. and, I, and the reason I say this is because post-traumatic stress can show up down the line. And when I recently moved from Virginia to Texas, the rules were a little bit different and uh, the way that people engaged was different. I'm not going to say either was right or wrong, mm. but I show up. I, actually, I was talking to a friend of mine in Virginia. I said, I wonder what it's going to be like when the pandemic's over. And he said, just wait till you go to Texas. <laughs> I get down here and people are, you know, they got their masks on, but they're congregating and I'm just kind of off by myself. And mm. it was, it took me a little while to get comfortable being around folks and so I don't think there's just going to be this mad rush into the streets by everybody. Mm. And there's going to be some people that are going to need to take some time to work their way back into large groups. Like, 
you know, big stadiums or just going to the mall and being close, maybe going to the restaurant for the first time. Mm. And I think those that have created the conditions for adaptability are going to be the ones that are going to, th- are going to thrive the soonest. So they've taken care of their physical and mental health and well-being. Mm-hmm. They've stayed in connection with people as best as they could, whether it was talking 10 or 15 feet away to their neighbors or being on Zoom calls like this. And so I think that we're going to kind of have, I don't know what percentage of our population is going to look like this, mm. but I do think it's going to be a slow, slow build back to normal or what we would think of as normal. I find that answer fascinating, and I can't resist just following up with just one more question, which is, as an expert in stress resilience, um, if you weren't resilient before, um, to your point about post-traumatic stress, um, do you think the pandemic sort of generally taught people resilience, or did it also teach us the opposite, give us the scar tissue and the, and the post-traumatic stress that, uh, that uh, left us um, struggling and worse off than before? Well, I think it's kind of an individual and a community answer. Mm. I think that each one of us have to, you know, whenever you're faced with stress, um, you have two choices, and depending on the magnitude of stress, you know, it started off, and here's the interesting thing, we were kind of inoculated to it slowly. Mm. You know, there was this like slow the curve thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then, then it was kind of a lockdown. And then some people found it kind of nice for a little while to have this quote break. Mm. And so it wasn't like we were all faced with this reality on March 11th that the world was going to be very different. It was kind of this slow build. And so there was a little bit of an inoculation to this stress. So um, I think those of us that were aware and that were conscientious and they kept taking care of ourselves and trying to help our neighbors and stay in communication, um, that we're going to be the ones that are more adaptable. Because mm-hmm. in any stressful situation, whether it's physical, psychological, it just depends on how intense and frequent that stress is. And there was kind of an inoculation period. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't have a perfect answer for that. Mm-hmm. But I do know that like if we just look back in history of how this thing started, it wasn't just like a 9-11 event where it was like, boom, right, right. it was a buildup. Hmm. Yeah, fascinating. The best advice I heard early on during the pandemic, which I've tried to stick to, was uh, probably read it on Facebook somewhere, but uh, and I forget who said it, but I really treasured it. It was uh, be kind, stay safe and take care of the people around you. Mm. And I just thought that was beautiful advice because it's especially in taking care of the people around us that, that we can manage and deal with our own, our own stress because it takes the focus off our own anxieties or worries or fears. No question. Whenever you shift the focus onto somebody else, it always, somehow it always comes back to you. Yeah. Yeah. In a good way. In a good way. Yes. In a good way. Dr. Eric Korm, everybody, thank you so much. And thank you for that great, thoughtful answers. We got more than one out of you. So I really (laughs) appreciate you participating. Thank you. Thank you for having me on.